looking into the gospel according to St. John, chapter 12, looking at verses 20 through 22. John 12, verse 20. And there were certain Greeks among them which came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was at Bethsaida of Galilee, was of Bethsaida, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. The phrase, we would see Jesus, that was a very focused and very earnest statement from these men. It wasn't anything like, well, I might as well. And it had a whole lot different results than, oh, I might as well. But these men were in earnest. You know, when someone has is in earnest to seek God or interested in God, they might know nothing, but if they are interested and they have that kind of intensity and that kind of focus and it kind of is understood by those around them, they take up and they can't help but notice this person is serious. This person is on a journey. And they might be ungodly themselves, but it has an effect even on everyone around that person. Even if they're scoff, they can't help but wonder, what will that person find? What will happen? Where will this lead to? If it has that kind of effect on even those around us that might be ungodly, what kind of effect does a request and earnestness like that have upon God himself? We would see Jesus. That's our intent and focus and desire right now. I want to see Jesus. God of all individuals will pick up and run with that in a moment. This occasion took place uh, just after Christ's great triumphant entry into Jerusalem, just before Easter, when he, when he was crucified. And there was a great lot of uh, rejoicing going on. But then, because he was there of Jerusalem for the Passover time, these Greeks may have been, possibly, Greek-speaking Jews, or Greeks, Gentiles, who were converts, or Gentiles who were just plain curious. But they had a great interest. What was their reason for coming? Did they really desire salvation and understand it enough yet to know what it was? Did they have a crisis in their life? Was there a lot of things going around? And there was a lot going around, just the fact that the Lord entered Jerusalem, and there was a great stir right there. Just like the stir, not just like, but it does have an effect. It's because it's connected to Jesus. When Jesus went in there, it stirred everything up. Just entered Jerusalem. Well, when someone has an interest... Genuine interest like this, it has an effect 
on many things, but most of all, it's about the person that has that request. Maybe they had uh, questions regarding their faith, but regardless of what the reason is, any reason is a good reason to see Jesus about. Any reason is a good reason to say, you know, I'd like to see Jesus about this. Every reason, whatever their reason was. And incredibly, the Lord, he never missed an opportunity to share what his purpose on earth was. We find that he directly took this opportunity to speak to his disciples and his followers that were there, telling him, this is why. These people that come saying, we would see Jesus, we want to know what it's about. This is why I came. This is why I came to die on the cross. This is the reason right here. It's amazing that how you take the, you read that dialogue there and to see the opportunity he took to share with these Jews who need to understand it was for everyone. Everyone interested, the whosoever will. And he, in verse 33, we read what some of his words were when he said, and if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. They had to understand this in order to preach it. This was for all men to be drawn unto the Lord. These Greeks may have been the very last ones that sought the Lord in this manner before he was crucified. But thank God, through all through Christ's ministry, let alone all the prophecies about Christ that perked everyone up knowing a Messiah is coming. But these men may have been the last ones to look the Lord up at this time. Who would have been the first? Possibly the shepherds. He was just born. He was just born. And there was someone shepherds coming because an angels had said, you need to see Jesus. He's there and you need to look him up. Behold, the Messiah has been born. And they said, let's go see this thing that's been known, made known unto us. We would see Jesus. Immediately at his birth, people were showing up. We would see Jesus. And they went away never the same. They couldn't stop talking about it. They proclaimed to everyone around them, stirred everything, everyone up that heard the disciples, or the, the shepherds. Have you heard what the shepherds are talking about? Angels came and revealed and said, you need to see Jesus. Let's go see. It changed them forever. Just looking at the major scene, not long after that, we have the wise man showing up. He's a babe. He's a child. Coming up from a long ways away. And they were men of renown from the east saying, we want to see Jesus. This is the Lord. This is what it's all about. From his very birth, we find this. And they came long ways, whatever it took, came to Jerusalem. Well, at least find him there or go from there, find out. Herod's house of all things, the last person that would know or care about Jesus but the prophets, he dug up the, those that would might know and let him know and found out where to find him. And he was born, he's prophesied to be born in Bethlehem. So they, they took off again. They, we read nothing about them being excited about the palace of Herod. They went to Herod's place. 
They spoke to Herod. They saw whatever all they saw. It didn't impress them at all. They, But what impressed them and what made them excited, when they saw the star again, that they said, rejoice with great joy. We see the star. Let's follow the star. We want to see Jesus. A child doesn't matter. It's the Son of God. It is the Messiah. That's what made them thrilling. We look at the manger scene itself. What a testament to the whole world. Just the manger scene with not only the Lord, first of all, the Lord, of course, but then immediately people coming to see Jesus. Thank God for that. That's the Lord's, the, the Lord's ministry. They were only impressed with the star. And uh, if we removed all the seekers that we read about seeking Jesus, can you imagine the Bible if he took all that out? How would we read that? All the seekers that we read about, the Greeks, at the end, all the way from when the shepherds came and we took everyone out that we read about that sought the Lord. I'm not sure what we would have. I'm not sure what we would do. I'm not sure what we would know to do. But thank God for all of those who sought the Lord. And it's had its effect on us. Those that perhaps when you realize you need to seek God, you probably know people, you weren't influenced by those who said, I've got to see the Lord, and this is what happened. Thank God, all the way through the ages, of those who said, I would see Jesus. That's where it's all at. Hasn't changed a bit today at all, has it? It hasn't changed at all. We read of people, you can go on and on, but we read of someone called Zacchaeus. Here, this was businessman that was in questionable business because he was in taxes, and but he was successful in, in all of his plans and conniving. But then the Lord came, and it says, He sought to see Jesus, who He was. That was His driving factor that day. This businessman found out that deciding to climb that tree because he was small of stature, he couldn't see over the crowd, so there was a low-growing low tree. He climbed up. How long did Ben say he'd ever climbed a tree? But he found that that was the best business move and decision he ever made in his life was to climb a tree so he could see Jesus. What a change. When people come to just have that one desire, you know, I would see Jesus. That one desire, and oh, where it takes us. The Lord picks that up in a hurry. And you know the whole story of this without going into it. Most of you about Zacchaeus, the Lord stopped. Zacchaeus, I must come down to your house. He did not only know he was, he was there, one to look. He knew all about him. He says, Zacchaeus, I'm going to take you with me and make this worthwhile. You're going to see Jesus. Ended up in the Lord's in, in uh, Zacchaeus's house. And here, there we are. Another opportunity the Lord never missed a beat to show everyone, this is why I came. People murmured and said, why well, he's going to the house of a sinner. But the Lord showed that very act. His very words said, this is why I came. To seek and to save the lost. And for those, it will stop and say, I want to be included in this thing. I would like to see the Lord. 
We're thankful for a man that came along by the name of Nicodemus. Aren't we thankful for that encounter? Why, here, here, here was a, a ruler of the Jews, and he should know uh, all about the, the, the Jewish law, which he, which he would have, but yet there were things pulling, pulling at his heart, and he said, I have got to see Jesus, even though it was late at night. Inconvenient for him, for the Lord, doesn't matter. I've got to see the Lord. And it went from there. Thank God that the, that we have his, that conversation written in the Word of God, and we have things written that we read, like John 3.16. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That came from a conversation from someone that said, I've got to see the Lord. I've just got to see what it's about. You know, there was an Ethiopian. That's a long ways away from where uh, the things were happening in, in general. There in the Holy Land, in Israel. And here come a, an Ethiopian traveling a long ways in his chariot to Jerusalem because he wanted to see Jesus. Yes, Jesus physically was gone, but the presence of God is here completely. He came with the plan of salvation and left it there and with the Spirit of God moving uh, among hearts and with pe- people that understood it, ready to preach it. And and he was on his way. Well, where else would he go? But he decided, I'll go to Jerusalem. That's actually where the, the wise man went. Even though that wasn't the exact place they found the Lord, but they went there. That makes sense. I'll go to Jerusalem. In Israel. That's where they went. Let's let's start there. Uh but that's where he, this Ethiopian went. Well, it makes sense. He went there. After all, the temple is there. The priests of God are there. They know the law there. They should know all about this Messiah. There's one called Jesus that people would have heard about by, by word of mouth. But he went all the way there. And we find that it's sad because we find he was on his way back. Still wondering, who is Jesus? But God picks it up every time, as we know. Every one of us today, God picks it up. And God will do something with it. Here he was on his way home. You know, this man was a eunuch of, served the queen. And, uh, the, this man, had in charge of all of the queen's treasure. This man was important. This man could not just decided, I'm just going to slip away and no one will know I'm here. Uh, he would have had to gotten permission from the queen to say, I want a leave of absence. And it's going to be a costly trip. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm not sure where it's going to take me. I'm not sure what it's, what it's all about, but I'm, I'm just thinking... This couldn't have been a secret thing he did. It had to have the, the queen's permission. Perhaps she funded it. But they, they would have had to have a discussion that he wanted to see Jesus. Down there in Ethiopia. Perhaps, very possibly, they would have said, fine, you do that. There's people around here concerned too. What's this all about? We would see Jesus. Who is Jesus? You come back and give us a report. We'll have a news report. 
what you find was down there easily could have been he was he was that important to the queen. And what did it cost to go? So they could there could have been hundreds of thousands of people waiting just to hear what is this man going to find that says I want to see Jesus. Easily, but he's back heading back to home with what did he have to report? But thank God the Lord spoke to Philip. Says you go down to the desert Gaza. You just go there, and here he found this man, and he's traveling along in the desert, and he joined joined up to him, and and here the man's reading from Isaiah, still hungering. I want to see. I want to know. It just pulls your heart, doesn't it? And it, it does ours. How about God's? And he was reading from Isaiah and said he was led as a sheep to the slaughter. As a lamb before shears was dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Who said, who's this talking about? We talked to Philip. But Philip, oh boy. I wonder if Philip was there when the Greeks showed up. He asking the Lord, and the Lord said, this is what it's all about. This is right here, these people coming. Yes, they're Gentiles. They could be from anywhere. It doesn't matter. This is the gospel. This is what it's all about. But maybe he was there. He said, oh, I got this. This is about the Lord. He preached unto him Jesus. What a thrilling time. The man ended up being converted, baptized in water in a pool of water. And and here, it's amazing that the man was so excited, he didn't really pay that much attention where Philip came from or where he went. But all he knew, he was on his way rejoicing. All because, I mean, Ethiopia was huge. It may not have been quite as long of a travel as we even thought because at that time, Ethiopia was larger than it is now. It may have gone all the way up, extended into the southern borders of Egypt. It was a huge ruling area. And here he was coming with a report, I came to see Jesus. Now I'm going to go home. What have I got to tell you? Yes, you know, uh, in the 70s, things happen all along. They happen now. They happen tonight. Because this is the gospel. It does not change. But I thought my mind went to the 70s. And we were in service over there at the tabernacle. And, and this group of young people came in. And they were lost in life. Not sure what to do. Not sure what to think. But God in his mercy revealed to them that Jesus, they thought, Jesus must be the way because of God's faithfulness. And they didn't know much more than that. And they drove past on the street and they saw the sign there, huge sign across the uh, over there at the tabernacle, Jesus, the light of the world. And they thought one thing. Wow, a sign like that, maybe we can find about more of Jesus. Maybe that's what... They didn't come in there because they were curious about this compound over there all the time. They didn't go in there because they wanted to see the old structure of the tabernacle. They didn't go in there necessarily to see even who was there. But they were hoping that maybe they would find more of Jesus. God didn't disappoint them. He never does. 
because of that encounter, we know of the Anderson family that's been in our midst for a long time. But it all really comes back to we would see Jesus. God saw the need to salvage mankind from sin and eternal loss. Christ saw the need to come to earth and shed his blood. The Holy Spirit sees the need all the time to draw men and women, boys and girls, unto himself. God help the people. God help us to see our need, to need to see Jesus. That's where it lands. Oh, thank God he is so faithful. Yes, we need to see the Lord for salvation first. Thank God for sanctification. We heard about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we need to see the Lord in these things. But we also live in a sinful world. We are not. We are in this world, but not of this world. And it's not getting any better, is it? As the drawing that's coming in the Lord draws closer. And but so in the middle of the times, especially this last year, you know, a time of unexpected things, unknown things, overwhelming things, and things that should just catch us by unawares and just we're not sure what to do. A time for a lot of reevaluation of just what about this and what about that. Some of those things are good. Some things not so good. Some things not good at all. But it's a time you can go, well, what do we do? What a great time. Perfect time to stop and say, you know, right about now, I would see Jesus. I would just see Jesus. And that makes all the difference in the world. Any time for those who need salvation, absolutely, right away now. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. But always now is the time for a Christian in his Christian warfare to stop and say, you know, right about now, I could really stand a good look at Jesus. What a difference. That does make it all the time. All the time, It's amazing what difference it makes. Let me read you this and also closing. Just a few scriptures. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 13 says, Ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. That's what those Greeks were doing in that. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Looking unto Jesus as Christians, the author and finisher of our faith. Which leads to this. Hebrews 9, 28. Unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time. That's any time now. Meanwhile, Acts 4.13, those that when the Lord says, this is what it's all about. And so this is the, the time of, after the Lord's ascension, and the time of the gospel dispensation being preached. And it, it says, of, of those observing, it said, they marveled and took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. How do we get to be a part of that group? We want to be a part of that group. They took knowledge that they had been with Jesus. They had learned of him. Well, it all starts with, we would see Jesus. 
And it's amazing how the Lord takes us from there. Wherever we are, whatever our concerns are, the Lord, that's, that's all that's needed. And God does all the rest. And thank God for that. The reason how we do that, and I think believe that's why we're here again in God's house tonight. It feels so good to always be in, God, in the house of the Lord. Probably, I think that's why we're here tonight. We would see Jesus and more of him, a little better look. And for that, for that reason, that's why we have time of prayer, which we're going to have time to pray now. It'll be time to have another time of prayer. And we do that and come to the Lord in prayer, and the Lord will just take it all from there. We come to the Lord in prayer with that kind of desire, and God does all the rest. God bless you. Stand and sing.